Hey guys, have you ever seen The Godfather? It's so long. Yeah, I actually have, but only recently. <gasps> what do you mean? <laughs> well, we can't just watch The Godfather one night, right? We had to watch it ahead of time. We broke <laughs> formula. Uh, yeah, we announced this over the weekend. I was like, I'll cut you guys a break. I'll make you a deal you can't refuse. Mm. I'll let you well, watch that was The Godfather not half the course of three days. Yeah. You know... That said and done, I sat down Saturday afternoon, I put it on, I got up after 35 minutes and took a walk around the block, made some dinner, came back, watched the entirety of the movie. I was into it. Yeah, I I watched watched the whole thing in one sitting too, but it was rough. Oh, really? I'm the only one that actually split it up, huh? It was rough? Oh, okay, okay. I can't wait to hear about this. It started really rough. I I split it off. Like, I, I, I watched... Uh, like basically an hour a day until it was over. <laughs> now it's almost three hours. It's like two hours and fifty-four minutes, yeah. depending on the version you watched. There's a bunch out there, but uh, I'm pretty sure it's all basically the same. We probably caught the same scenes. We'll discuss it. <laughs> we'll get uh, into it right off the bat. Second movie for our main star in this. Josh, can you name the first one? No, I'm terrible at acting. All right, just wanted to see uh, The Devil's Advocate. You remember that? Yeah, Al Pacino. The southern Mm. lawyer who gets hired to the big city and accidentally works for the devil. Spoilers. Uh, He played the devil in that. He was... He had the most ridiculous office ever. Uh Uh-huh, yep, movie office. He he was the, the wartime hero son that came back in the beginning of this. The, it, He's our the, main character came, like, who rises yeah. to fame. Uh, so, in, in yeah. so why don't we start off like the movie does? It's a beautiful outdoor wedding. It looks like a ball. Uh, we got a band playing. God, don't you miss parties? Oh, yeah. I mean, I probably not Josh that much, but no, life is pretty samey for me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm an introvert too, but the rare, rare party like this, I, I miss it. Yeah, Uh, people were dancing. There was tons and tons of amazing Italian food. If this is what parties are like, like fuck going to parties. Just (laughs) really loud audio quality music anytime you're outside. It, and like just every seems to just be dancing constantly. Oh, and it's going to go until three a.m. Photographers getting the shit kicked out of them. Like, <laughs> Drink, oh, the, drinking because they worked for the FBI. Yeah. What was that? Was because yeah. they had a photographer late that got snake fingers. I was like, wait, what was the, the I other mean, guy? First of all, first rule: don't fucking snitch on the mafia and take pictures mm. of them. That's pretty basic. You'd think. 
they I love that power move by the way when he goes up to the photographer smashes his camera and then just throws hundred dollar bills on the ground beautiful yeah. <laughs> just like don't fuck with my sister's wedding so <laughs> we're at this is uh the Don one of the Dons he's not one of the five families Don Corleone Don Corleone his daughter Vito wedding. Vito Corleone we this is Marlon Brando uh first movie of his on the podcast. He's yep. going to come up later. Uh, I'm sure he will. Classics, I can tell you that. I don't think I'll make you both suffer through Last Tango in Paris. Mm. Have you seen that, either of you? No. I don't think so. Oof, maybe. That's, that's got some real rough scenes that uh, I don't want to talk about. <laughs> maybe we'll get to it someday, but well, I don't want to you, talk about Why'd you bring it up, then? It's one of his classics. <laughs> <laughs> He was also in um, Rebel Without a Cause. No, that's James Dean. He was one of them. He was, like, when he was young, he was, like, in a black and white film with, like, a bike. You know what I'm talking about? He was in Streetcar Named Desire. Uh, He's the one who uh, yelled up drunkenly at the window. So Mm -hmm. um, we start off at the wedding, and we find out that a Sicilian cannot refuse a favor on the day of his daughter's wedding. Uh, so much comes from this movie. So many mm-hmm. lines, so many references. Like, yes. I don't know if you guys have seen the shitty early aughts film called Mafia that was basically just a f- satire of this. Uh, no, I don't think I have. Okay. It was terrible. But if it's almost plot for plot, which is... Obviously not three hours, but it's a it's a later. Um, oh, I can't even remember his name, and I'm like looking it up. He's like, uh, Lloyd Bridges and Jay Moore were both in it, and Christina Applegate. Uh, okay. It was terrible, but uh, this movie's what I'm trying to say is this movie's been referenced in every form of media. Oh yes. Cartoons, other movies, spoofs, anything having to do with the mafia. Jo- um, Josh, I'm sure you've heard the day of my daughter's wedding thing, at least. Oh, I've heard a lot of one movie that I knew her from this movie. <laughs> yeah, offer you can't refuse it. It's wedding of the horse head scene. Oh like, my god, that horse head quite scene a bit. hits hard. <laughs> That's... And it's all in this one, too. It's like, I don't, there's anything from part two or three that I've heard of necessarily. Oh, okay. I'm just going to say it right now. I am super excited for two, part two and three to watch them again. I got done with this one on Saturday, and I was sitting there Sunday, and I was like, should I watch part two? I'm into <laughs> it. And I was like, no, because we have to get through the entire list, and then I'm going to have to watch it again if we roll it. Yeah, like, pace yourself. I'll pace, yeah, yeah. I don't want to watch six hours of the same movie in the course of two months. Yeah. Um, Ooh, threatening that quick, huh? <laughs> We're not at Halloween yet. Jeez. Don't scare me. <laughs> so I take it you didn't like this movie, Josh. I don't yeah, want to talk about want. that until to the end of the all right, all segment. Right. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. <laughs> How about this? this Who is, are some of the most this memorable is probably characters the most for you? A movie I've been. Sorry, what was that about characters? Uh, who, who were some of the most memorable characters who stood out to you in this? Uh, the... The Godfather, The Godfather 2, Electric Boot, who, um, <laughs> the brother who is like a nut job. Um, oh my god, I didn't even know when that I was, was a pretty kid much that it. That was a reference to this because it's done in The Simpsons when he pulls up to the toll booth and just gets what? blown away. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think that's James Caan. I like the yeah, James like Con. guy. Uh, man, he's movie. been acting forever, huh? Like just seeing him in this and how young he is, and like he acts in, like he's been got a healthy career on him. Mm-hmm. That James Con. This this is an epic because we start at this wedding. We're introduced to some characters, mostly the son who just returned from the army of the Don, and yeah. uh, the other brothers. I got a feeling he uses the move that like oh yeah like my, I'm slightly involved with this like evil crime boss uh like family but like i'm not in the family like he's doing with the this girl I don't at the think beginning that's a move at this point in his life i think he truly it is. is no 
I don't think so. I I think that's part of this character development is he he went oh, to the army. Oh, obviously yes, yes, he, he went to the army. No, I'm talking about clean. I'm talking about using the fact that he's from that oh, family duh. even though okay, he's not okay, in it okay. to pick up to pick sorry. up women. Yeah. That's what I meant. Okay, sorry. I thought you meant he was involved in the crime at this yeah, point. Yeah, obviously like, no, 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 he's on the street. No, no, no. With Nero. That's obviously the part of the that's a huge that's a huge part of his character development is his actually joining the family. But so I'm just talking young, about like because so even at the be- recognize this young even at this yeah even at the beginning of this he's like talking to this first girlfriend that he has that mm-hmm. I guess he ends up getting married to at the end. Second. Um, uh, but she. He just like straight up tells her he's like, "Oh yeah, that guy kills for my father." Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty intense. She's he's... like, "Why don't you tell me about it?" And he's like, "I don't talk about business." Come on, and it seems like she only has to ask him twice because that comes up later too. And he's like, "Okay, I'll tell you just this one time." Yeah, we <laughs> fucking kill people. We're the mafia. Duh. Yeah, <laughs> we're honorable. We have a lot of like tact and charisma. But listen, if you don't hire my nephew to play in a big band or whatever, release him from his contract, we're going to hold a gun to your head. See, I'm okay. I, I like, uh, uh, like, respectable of, like, getting a cousin out of a bad contract that was, like, exploiting him. But, like, forcing that dude to make him the star of the picture? Mm. That was so dark. Like, <laughs> I've seen this reference before. Once again, in The Simpsons, they do it. But, like, waking up, and there's, like, he just pulls the sheets back, and it's so gory, and he's covered in blood. And it's like, how the hell did they get it in there with him not waking up? <laughs> did he think he just pissed the bed at first? And They, then... they put on their quiet shoes. <laughs> yeah, he's really incontinent. <laughs> but then they it oh my god this horse is massive too if you see it in the stable it's like nine feet tall yeah or i don't i didn't grow up around horses so i don't know how many hands that is sorry horse <laughs> people <laughs> this horse is massive though and somehow they get they put it in like a giant ziploc bag to transfer it from the stable where they cut the head off into the bedroom because the blood's not anywhere else in the room it's just under the sheets also, how did he not wake up during that? That's what I was saying. They must. Like they literally like like slimed this guy. You could with chloroform him or inject him with something. I'm, maybe, maybe he just goes to bed on a lot of cocaine and whiskey. Mm-hmm. There needs to be something though. Like show that he got drugged. Show show. Give a line that he wakes up. He's like, ah, I pissed the sheets again before he opens his eyes. That's or a rough bot. Yeah, a rough sell. Like. He's covered in blood. <laughs> yeah. I like that he's drowsy, though. He spends 20 seconds, like, looking at his hands, going, what? And then he, like, takes the sheets off. So that was cool. There's some this... not great acting in this movie. There's also some, some good builds, though. Like, a lot there of are, There is some good acting. Like, a lot of the good, oh, like, a lot I'm of the main saying people. The acting's great, but uh, the cinematography and the shots are just fucking brilliant from start I to finish. I think this movie has mastered the fine art of dramatic pauses. <laughs> really? It because did. between, like, that horse scene and the scene later where he kills the dude in the restaurant, like, mm-hmm. it was pretty good. Yeah. Oh my god, the restaurant scene is so tense. I know. You're like yeah. he's digging around for the gun and you at first it's you, like you know oh, he's shit, just it's mustering up the courage to do it once he sits back down. Yeah. Right. Like he's just gonna like, say that it wasn't there or something. Because he or... fucked up the intro. He's like, sit down, eat some food, make friendly with them, and he's like, You guys can go both go you you guys can you guys can fuck yourself. I gotta use the bathroom. And he's like kinda like really nervous because this is his first Well, time. I think that he was being friendly, like Do you think this was friendly? If was, <laughs> well, if he was too friendly, they would have been suspicious because they did just kill his fucking brother. And murder his father, like try or no, this is before this is before they this killed was the brother. When they put five shots into his this dad. is where they tried to kill his dad but this, still that oh my god that scene where they're in an alley and there's a fucking barrel on fire and a small little farmer's market grocer set up i was like this is what i miss i don't so much <laughs> miss parties as like just going out and like going to farmer's markets buying groceries in the rain with flaming barrels yeah mm, <laughs> yeah I he, miss it. But it's so sad because he gets a big old bag of zucchinis and tomatoes and you know he's going to go home and make the best marinara in the world. Yeah. And then these guys We do get a little bit of a cooking lesson in this movie. Yeah, I like from, that. Uh, from what's his... Uh, 
Cal... Clemenza. 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 Yeah, this is Richard S. Uh, Castellano. Yeah. Uh, great actor. I'm talking about actors. Mm-hmm. Clemenza. Oh, one of my favorites. Also, the big dude that they recruit and he puts on the bulletproof vest. Uh, this poor schmuck. Like, he gets in with the uh, Corleone family and they're like, hey... You're a big guy. You want to be friends with us. We need some muscle. Why don't you go be a rat for us <laughs> with yeah. no previous experience and try and get into the Lorenzo family? And he immediately just gets killed. Oh, my like... God. Yeah, he shows up at the bar <laughs> after, like, before hours or whatever to talk to him and gets garret wired around the neck. Now, this is so brutal. Like, that, I didn't expect that. Is he, he's not an, was he an actual mafioso? <laughs> I, he's one of them that showed up at the wedding and said, I'd love to be your friend. I, I haven't been your friend. No, he, he is, he, that guy, the really big guy that they killed was the like. was rehearsing his speech to the Don. That's right. uh, that was Vito, Don Vito, the first Don Corleone. That was like his like go-to kill guy. Like he was the guy that he's like, I need you to take care of a job. I'm pretty sure he just met him at the wedding. No. He was rehearsing, no. like Josh said. I know. I know he was rehearsing. He's just that awkward. He was yeah, rehearsing. that's what I gathered from that. Oh, He's I... just that awkward. He's really awkward. Mm, okay. Because they talked about that guy. Like, multiple people talked about that guy. Like, well, did they deal with this guy? And they're like, they did. They're like, oh, shit. Like, because they even talked about it. It's like, that guy's a bad dude that works for my father. That was what Al Pacino said to the date that he had. Okay, so he is the muscle kind of, like he's yeah. the established muscle for him. He he was he was he was uh, Don's like Don Vito's like main muscle dude. Like if I need you to go kill someone or I need you to make sure a job gets done, and it's extra special that needs to make sure it gets done, that's who he sends. Okay, and then his advisor, not not his like. Well, I guess the brute. Kind Not of. the word they Not, use for advisor, job. but I'd say his real advisor, Consigliere Pagoda Tessio, in this is great. Also, uh, Consigliere, I believe. Yeah, that's not who I'm talking about here. But uh, oh, okay, the big guy, Lenny Montana, is the one we're talking about. He previously showed up in The Jerk. Oh, really? Uh huh. Was in that as uh, another tough, like obviously his career playing toughs. Oh, well, yeah, you'd have to. <laughs> right? I don't know. Could be full Shakespearean. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so after we get a bunch of these characters established and see them do what they do, we find out that pretty much everybody is at war with the Corleones. The five families are like, we can wipe out this group. They're not even one of the five families, and we can slim down business. Especially after... And this is the big turn. They turn down the heroin and tr drug trade. Yeah, I don't think that they're like outside of the families by any means. If anything, I think Vito Corleone seems to be like one of the more powerful dons because he like has all the political favor. Mm -hmm. Like everybody but, talks about how he has the politicians. Yeah, and he's not sharing them because he's not taking a thirty percent cut of the heroin trade. Yeah, because he doesn't want to do drugs. That's the main it's thing. Dirty, yeah. He's like, I'll sell, I'll, 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 uh, let I'll people sell gamble and sell booze <laughs> and women, but. They even say weed. Like, he's, he's talking about, like, in Hollywood, how, ah, I'll tell him, one of your main actors has switched from cannabis to heroin or whatever. And he, mm -hmm. I love this response. He's like, don't you try and hardball me. And, uh, the next scene, he's at his house and he's like, why didn't you tell me you worked for Corleone? You want a drink? Yeah. <laughs> he's like so fucking scared. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, I don't like to throw his name around. It's like, you, you kind of gotta. You do. You can't just you go do. in and threaten one of these big directors. But still, he says no, and that's what gets him the horse in the bed. And then he says yes. Uh, and the guy we're talking about, the guy that wants to get into pictures, he's he was in a big band. He was under contract. The Don got him out, like we said. And uh, he's Johnny Fontaine. Yeah, he's got an established career now in Hollywood, but he wants to get into pictures. And this is what we're saying. This is when it, you, you see a little bit of the darkness start to show through. Is uh, he doesn't need to get into pictures. He wants to. 
and they're like almost committing murder to get him in there. Mm-hmm. This is Al Martino playing Johnny Fontaine. Um, mostly known for the Godfather, but he's in some other stuff. Sure. Yeah. So, uh, so many characters in this, so many people, so many intricate stories, but I love, I didn't get too lost despite all that. Right. It is tight. Most of the characters was like, I'm pretty sure I know who that is. They did that well because they kept it closely tied to the family. Like you'd always have one or two brothers or sisters in a scene and they'd be like, it wasn't dumbed down. It wasn't so much like, this is how we're connected to the family. But they'd be like, all right. <laughs> they, did, they did break it down a little bit. And, uh, well, and they spent a lot of time on sync characters, right? Like the guy that was rehearsed his speech. We spent like a full like five, ten minutes on guy only for him to just get murked super hard. So, you know, and they did that with Yeah, he never even really did anything. He was built up as like this big boogeyman type character. And he just gets killed. <laughs> Which guy are we talking about? The Garrett one? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, such a brutal scene. And uh, they send him his bulletproof vest. With but this is because, I again, I think they messed up. You're right, Austin. This is not the guy you send to infiltrate, like, no. covert ops. No! That, they're <laughs> this, is, this is a bad move. And this is what sets up a big part of the movie, is uh, the conciliage. Is uh, mm-hmm. he's not a wartime conciliar. They keep saying this, but for a big chunk of the movie, they don't get rid of him, and the family's fallen into like further and further uh, shame and dismay. Um, meanwhile, the Don has been guy, shot the, in the back. The, the conciliar, I guess it's like basically like an honorary member of the family or he's something. He's a lawyer, so he handles their legal finances, but he also right. advises the Don. Yeah. But he was like raised by the Don. He too. He's like an that advisor. was a, that was one of the ba- that was like in his story was that like they basically found him and raised him as a child. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mafia did a lot of a lot of a lot of good. A lot of public service that w- the state wasn't doing. Um picking up the slack so they say a lot of the that comes through in this where they're like we went to the cops and even though these two men accosted my daughter they walked out of the courtroom smiling i need mm-hmm. to do something and this is the guy who made the cake and this is the big scene everybody quotes right in the beginning where you come to me in the day of my daughter's <laughs> yeah um really impressive cake once i saw it i was like all right, all right. Okay. Let's go break some knees. <laughs> <laughs> Is that buttercream? Oh, I'll take my crowbar. <laughs> Raspberry filling? <laughs> no, we said we weren't gonna kill him. Okay, I will go for the kneecaps. Is <laughs> Arnold in here now? Yeah, it reminded me of that a lot when he said we don't kill people like for that. We're not murderers. Like they didn't kill your daughter. We're not going to kill them. They obviously kill people for their own purposes. Oh yeah, but they're not going to kill for the baker who's outside the family. It's all they. Here's what I'll say. They. It's like uh, any royal pretend, family. Like they pretend like they have honor, but they will throw that right out the window as soon as it suits them. Oh, I. Don't think they, that's because the no, brother guy was a hothead, right? I don't he, think they don't have honor. I'll argue on that. I think they have plenty of honor. I just don't think they honor. Lie. So, like setting you up into a trap to get you gunned down in the middle of the street. They didn't do or... that. The fam. That was the other family. Oh, okay. okay. They're not the mob, then. Well, they were. Mm, <laughs> you're right. They broke the truce. That is very dishonorable. <laughs> I was just gonna say they may not have. It's an honor among thieves. I don't know. Because most of the time, it seems like they're not just doing senseless acts of violence, obviously. It's more of uh, enterprise. It's a business of endeavor. Course. Yes, they're not. They, they don't have people going out there and roughing people up for no reason. So, yeah, maybe maybe they don't have ethics. That reason is. But it seems they like they have money, a code of honor. But. <laughs> they also have. It's it's like a it's like a 1984 double speak. They kind of have two codes of honor, as most like royal families, religion, secret sex do, where they display one to the outside world and then one to the inside world, like mm-hmm. which is pretty common among like any enterprise, crime or not. Right. So I think it's that kind of thing mostly. Um, 
Oh yeah, that scene where James Conn is at the toll booth and the the <laughs> the toll booth operator ducks down. It's just like, uh oh, <laughs> forty five dudes with Tommy guns pull up. Like, goddamn, that's yep. overkill. Well, <laughs> they meant the, the, the last time he did this, he didn't kill the guy, so he wanted to make sure. Mhm. Mhm. They they, they really shot him five made times sure. In the back last time. <laughs> right, it wasn't enough. Uh, so Don Carleone is in the mm-hmm. hospital, and uh, they set it up. The chief of police has to die. Captain McCliskey, Sterling Hayden, is going to be at uh, a <coughs> small Italian restaurant with the leader of another family. Exuntate. Um And they set up this, this heist plan where as soon as they find out where they're going to be, they stash a gun in the in the toilet. Right. Go there, because... make friends. Take out the gun, blam, blam, drop it, run. And, oh, it, it's so tense because every moment he's, like, stumbling and moving into the next step without completing the first one. Like, he goes to the table, he gets up, he gets the gun, he comes back without shooting him, and then he shoots right. him. And then he starts walking out, and it's like, drop the gun, drop the gun. And, he and there's dro- so many times. <laughs> he finally drops it and starts running. And Which uh, I honestly don't understand. Why Why do they need to drop the gun? He Because they don't want him caught with the weapon on him. Like, possession is nine-tenths of the law, is what they say. And um, it's, he set it up so that it can't be traced. Like, right. Listen, yeah, I got that. Don't, and it had, don't watch and it this movie been... thinking you can get away with murder nowadays, because obviously forensics have improved since the fucking... 30s or whenever this was have they they though (laughs) shut up uh he he wraps it in like duct tape and he's like it's a special type of tape that keeps it from getting fingerprints and i'm like a special type of tape thank you (laughs) and this is in a basement of a fucking restaurant yeah yeah this is his cue (laughs) (laughs) i could have rigged it to be quiet but I didn't, because I wanted I to make it a to big old <laughs> scare everybody around you. And it's like, I don't think you rigged it to do anything. <laughs> Can you make guns quieter and louder? I mean, I know there's, like, obviously silencers and loudeners, but... <laughs> you gotta put those extensions on. <laughs> this is a tiny handgun. <laughs> So he does it, he he comes out and blammo, blammo, shoots him, kills the chief of police or the captain, and you this is suicide if he stays in the city. So they set it up, he's moving to Sicily, he's going to the family home. I like whenever he kills the captain, that like the this captain, who by the way had like beat the shit out of him earlier. Oh yeah. Um uh, for no like, reason. For, they were just at a crime scene and he was like, hey, you smack. <laughs> it was a really wicked slap. Yeah. Oh my Luke god, it broke won. his fucking jaw. Like, yeah. he's recovering from this smack for years, it seems like. <laughs> they don't let it up. He gets married in Italy and still has a bruise. <laughs> yep. That was, that was a hell of a smack. <laughs> I have never seen someone get smacked <laughs> that hard. <laughs> but uh, what were you going to say about how it... It's the old man strength. <laughs> old police captain. What were you going to say yeah. about when he shoots uh, Just like his, like his like little off-guard comments, like whatever he was like, uh, whenever uh, Al Pacino gets up to leave... Uh, to use the restroom, and the guy pats him down again, and the guy's like, I already pat him, he's clean. Mm-hmm. I've risked thousands of pumps in my day. <laughs> Stuff like that. Oh, yeah, I kind of like the old guy in the car who's like, sorry, sonny, bend over and spread him. I gotta it, do this. I'm getting too old for guy. this job. That's the same guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, come on, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Um... Yeah, blows Which, away. By the way, balls. I know he's a police chief, but having a guy that old to be like your your tough, your bodyguard, mm-hmm. what are you doing? Oh, he's experienced. He's got them nimbile fingers. He's probably a tailor or something by trade. He feels... He's a cop! He's a police chief! No, I'm talking about the older guy who felt him down. Oh, that was the police chief. No, that was an older dude in the no, car. It, they were both was... in the car. The police chief. I'm looking at the uh, scene right the now. Chief. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because the guy who frisked him even apologized for punching him, like for the smack. 
He's like, sorry about that I smacked you. He's like, he's like, I got too old for this. He's like, that's why I smacked you. I was like, I can't handle the aggravation. Yes, 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 that guy. Not the guy that, who's that, speaking Italian to at the table who frisked him the second time. Yeah, I hear you. Okay, we were yeah. just confused. Um, <clears throat> yeah. No, that other guy is like a mob boss, but he's, he's a police one chief. Of, yeah, he's one of the top mob family bosses, and they're trying to make peace. <clears throat> Pardon me? I get it. There's a lot of people in this. It's bound to happen. There's also a lot of scenes where they're trying to make peace at a big table. Yes. <laughs> and you know what? I kind of well, got this table confused. table is kind of sacred, right? I, the round table, yeah. I got this a little confused with another mobster movie that I'm not going to spoil, but uh, it involves a baseball bat. <laughs> <laughs> I... I I got my wires crossed. It's been forever, by the way. Full disclosure, I did not remember. I don't remember a yeah, lot of any of these. This was. This is. Uh, it's been a while for me to rewatch it. So I. Yeah. How about whatever that dude, whatever uh, James Khan's character, I think his name was like Santi Santiago. Sunny. Sunny. Yeah. I, I mean, that was his nickname. But sure. That's what we'll call him. It's easy. Sunny. Um. Uh, whenever he beat the crap out of that guy Carlo for oh, so satisfying. Yeah. When the kids are playing in the hydrant and he just throws mm-hmm. him in a well, like the New York City the window wells. That classic beatdown. Oh, classic so good. Top top ten movie beatdown. Oh, he's putting <laughs> stomping power into those kicks. He's moving him across the street. <laughs> yeah, very very satisfying. Uh, <laughs> I was sitting in my living room announcing it to myself. (laughs) (laughs) He's not going to be pretty tomorrow. (laughs) And when they finally ended up killing that dude, I was, I was so relieved. I won't say I was happy. I was relieved. Yeah. I thought that, I thought that so many chances. They were going to make him like his right hand man. He knew they were a mob family. Oh, the balls. The balls on that guy. <laughs> I love that scene too when they're just beating the shit out of their own house. Like <laughs> I I'm not for abuse. It's it's a terrible scene, but I love watching them tear this set apart. Yeah. Smash all the scenery. Literally chew through the scenery. Like as an actor that had to have been kind of fun. Oh yeah, and you know you only get a couple of takes. Like how many dishes are we gonna buy? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's dark. Yeah, but, uh, that's dark he definitely sure. gets what's coming to him. They're like, "We're sorry, you're out of the family, and you don't, you don't leave the family." I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, you do. We saw him. Usually in a body bag. That's we saw only, him. Okay, that's the we, only we way you leave. you don't leave the family alive. We'll put it that way. Because um, yeah. not really only, holy shit, like... not only did was he an abusive prick piece of shit and they gave like multiple warnings they that beat down he kept doing it but he sold them out to the other family he did and they're just like tell us everything and he still that's the why they did it do you think they didn't give a shit that he was beating his like because oh, they kept him around for, for so long they gave him one uh, more warning Sonny. yeah sonny was on his way to kill him as soon as he found out that he hit his yep. sister again yeah, he was. But that's whenever Sonny got killed. Yep. Which was probably hey, the setup. I don't think anybody else knew because she called Sonny. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, this was probably the first that uh, Michael Al Pacino. I kind of have a about. feeling. I kind of have a feeling Michael Corleone was just like, didn't really care all that much. He gets cold. <laughs> he This character development is so interesting to watch. Because he's like played as a war hero at first, returning, wants nothing to do with the crime family, and is drawn into it more and more as like... He has to be like a senator or a governor or something? Or is that what Marlon Brando wanted for him? I think that's what Brando wanted for him. He was like, oh, you could rise to power legit, quote unquote, and then we could have yeah. somebody in the in the Senate. Um, Maybe yeah, you could do the real thing. He moves to Sicily and is just living life on a villa he's got two bodyguards that are armed to the fucking teeth yeah even one of these guys betrays him in the end god damn I, that this was, was a bit of an ape such 
description, right? Was this movie supposed to have subtitles? Okay. I wanted to bring this up, too. Because mine did It's didn't. a bit of an ape situation, because oh sometimes God. it had subtitles for the Italian, and sometimes oh, mine it didn't did have not. Any subtitles. Oh, yeah, I was gonna say, sometimes I had subtitles, and sometimes I didn't. Okay, so we're playing, Justin and I had, like, 50-50, and you had zero? Yeah, I mean... Like, specifically, whatever, uh... Like whatever those dudes were talking, and it was in Italy. There was subtitles, but like yes. in the scene where he was talking with that dude in Italian right before he shot the two dudes, and they were talking no about no subtitles dad, there for me. No either. subtitles. Oh, that's weird. I had no subtitles. I, I thought it might tension because there was a like when they go to Italy, he, he talks in English a bit. He does like when yes. when they go talk to the girl's dad. I have a feeling he's more, he's like not super fluent in it, but he's like. This is a regional dialect. So he he knows Italian, but this is like a very specific regional dialect that he doesn't know. That's why he has one of the guys translate. Well, no, even before that, uh, whenever he's talking to the dude in the, uh, the other mob boss before he shoots him. Uh, one of the lines I recognize from the years that I took, uh, Italian, uh, I studied Italian in college was, uh, co- was he asked, how do you say, uh, and then started speaking English at the table. Hmm. So I feel Just like Italian for the Ooh, good point. inside knowledge here. <laughs> um, I know that how to say all I remember. It was like, basically it's come to the say is yeah. like, it's, is how do you say... Did you ever take one of those trips in school to Italy? No. Oh, okay. No. My brother got to, and I was real jealous. I had to take a fourth, like a, I get like a fourth level lang- foreign language credit, and I took an accelerated Italian class. So it's basically like you do two, uh, four years of classes in two years. Oh, wow. <laughs> you met every day of the week. Whoa, okay. Hardcore. You were thinking about moving to Italy for a time? No, I just needed the credit, and I was like, didn't realize that I like I needed to graduate, and I was like, I okay, I'm graduating in two years, but I need this this stuff I didn't realize. Gotcha. So, <laughs> <laughs> cool, I did. cool. And I um, still don't speak Italian. Oh, so it didn't help you in the scenes. It didn't have so. <laughs> I he goes to the village. They see a bunch of women, girls going by the stream. One of them hits him like a thunderbolt, Josh. Yes. <laughs> to fill you in on the translation. Not like a car bomb. <laughs> no, sadly. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Ooh, that's bad. That's dark. Like that. What happens? Because they he impresses the dad. He's like, "Hey, I'm a member of this mob family who's named after this town, or maybe the this other whole thing around. was a little awkward for me. I was just like." I get it. We it's didn't old get any time. scenes with them. I gotta them. be respectful, but it was like it was like he's buying the daughter. <laughs> he definitely said I'd like to get to know her, and it set it up like that. But then we didn't get a whole lot of scenes with him getting to know her. There was just yeah, it was like him talking to the dad. Uh huh. There's that <laughs> scene where they're walking and talking, and this one's real cute because like all the old women are forty feet behind him. Yeah, and they're walking at sunset. That one's really pretty, but uh, they do end up getting married. He courts her for a while, and they're they're like living pretty happily. But his uh, it's his brother's death, right, that causes them to be like, "Hey, we need to move you to another place as soon as possible." Yeah, and then she gets blown up in a car. <laughs> Yeah, she's like, let me show you how good I can drive. And he can see the bodyguard just, like, peeking around this corner. You're like, no, 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 no. boom Good, good effects in this. Really good, uh, like, squib effects on everything. Yeah. Oh, so sad, though. He comes back to America. He's like... Um, he, uh, oh, uh, or Corleone's home from the hospital. So now he, Michael is the head of the family while Corleone recovers, but it's pretty obvious he's becoming the permanent head of the family, the new Don. Mm-hmm. And he's handling things differently than Corleone, the older one. He's really, uh, putting a firmer grasp on things. He's cleaning out the members of the family that aren't needed anymore. And, uh, 
this scene, holy shit, where it culminates, where they take out, like, the other five family heads. Like, one's getting a massage. And mm-hmm. this, oh, my God. Talk about tension building and releasing. That scene's awesome. You mean whenever he's baptizing the kid? It's after the baptism, right? Or, yeah. It, it's, like, interposed. It's, like, while he's... Yeah, they're showing all the mobs. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. At this huge cavernous cathedral out in the middle of nowhere. And it wasn't just, uh, it was, uh, what was that guy's name? Joey Montana or something like that? The Vegas guy? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that guy's a that was one of That was too. one of the guys that they killed. Yeah, yeah, because they... Uh, he was the one getting the massage. Yep. Well, they're, they're uh, trying to expand into new so business they, ventures. Yeah. They're trying to get out of the city and move into uh, Nevada, maybe Reno, maybe Vegas, maybe even Hollywood, because because uh, they're not into Mo, heroin. Mo Green, that was Mo what it was. Green. I love that. I love how the fashion in this changes from city to city and through the ages. Like they mm-hmm. go out to the desert and everybody's wearing these shitty. Uh, like um leisure suits that are all pastel colors and in the city everybody's wearing nice black tuxedos and uh suits and uh hats like tibblies or whatever the the cars too like ooh real pretty especially when they get out to LA out to Hollywood and we see those I love a good yeah. period piece it was good I liked it, it I liked the it, uh I liked the uh the soundtrack I thought it was pretty good too oh yeah yeah. Uh, I mean, there was the scene where uh, Don Vito Corleone had a heart attack while playing with his grandson. That was kind of dark, but also made me laugh. Another one, yeah. He cuts the lemon into, like, fake big teeth and sticks them in his mouth. Really, really heartwarming scene. I think that kind of wraps up his life in kind of a Darth Vader-y kind of way. Where it's like, oh, we get to see him retire from the crime family and uh, have this really sweet moment with the next generation. Maybe he'll come back as a forest ghost in the next one. (laughs) (laughs) I remember Darth Vader having moments like that, but... Uh, When he saved Luke is what I'm thinking of. Okay. Yeah, and then he was like, Luke, ha ha ha, chasing him around the tomato patch (laughs) in the hydroponics deck of the Death Star. (laughs) He took his mask off and was like, he had the orange peel. He didn't need the orange peel. That shit's scary enough. (laughs) (laughs) It's just lava damage. I had the low ground. Ha ha ha. Ask Obi-Wan. He'll get it. (laughs) Yeah. He's got to be a big hydroponics death on the Death Star. Probably several of them where they're growing mm. big old tomatoes. Maybe. Got to feed those troops. What else are you doing? I imagine they're eating like powdered food. No. The, on, a, on a thing the size of a fucking planet? Mm-hmm. I hope not. <laughs> There's just... Oh, you're right. It's the Empire. It's, mm-hmm. it's a fascist bars. capitalist. Yeah, energy, energy bars. It's Soylent. Yeah. Yeah. It's a paste that comes, it like slops. It's like Robocop when we saw that, mm-hmm. how it slops into a cup and it's just a gray mush, gray pink mush once a day. And he's like, yummy human food. Nom, 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 Yep. Uh, we get this great transition with uh, Pacino. By the end, he's the head of the family. He's taking care of business. There's this scene where his uh, his second wife, the, his girlfriend from the very beginning of the movie, is uh, in his office, and she asks him, did you kill your brother-in-law? And he's like, don't ever ask me about family business. You know what I do. And, and she's like, did you kill your brother-in-law? And he's like, yes. Yeah, you asked me twice. <laughs> If you knew the things he did, you wouldn't be upset about it. But he's like, no, no, I didn't. Because he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> he said sure. bye, and the guy got into a car, and somebody else killed him. Sure. Yep. That's probably his reasoning. Who knows? Yep. <laughs> this, Yeah, you're right. I think one of the best scenes is this juxtaposition of just his 
his uh, goons murdering people, like the guy getting the massage, and them at the baptism, and he's like, do you renounce all the deeds of Satan? And he's just like, yes. And you can see, like, all the just blammo, blammo, blammo. (laughs) It's so good. Oh, and... uh, Josh, what did you think then? Yeah, give us a rundown, Josh. Uh, How, your emotional roller coaster while watching this three-hour movie. Um, so I didn't originally intend to watch this in one sitting. The first third, and it's so. Uh, yeah, full disclosure: Justin and I have attempted to watch this movie before. One time, um, yeah. One time, we. Oh, I know. The wedding took us out hard. <laughs> because that first 30 minutes is really rough. A lot of nothing happens. We're setting up characters. We don't what's going on yet. I actually really um, like the wedding. I, I, I like I some this time of the things. Also. The, the scene, you know, the very beginning scene where the guy's pleading with the dog and to, you know, get vengeance for his daughter and some of the other scenes are good. I, th- I think that's kind of the, the, the first third is kind of an analogy for the whole movie, right? It, it really like, sets up the tone of like the bright happiness of family and the love and the connectiveness and the dark side of being in a business that is outside the law. Oh, I was going to say that it's really long and some inside it's good. Right? <laughs> like, I, I think that's the really rough part of me. Like, I don't know if I can wreck me because it's so goddamn long. And it's very long. It barely justifies it. Like, after the wedding, I was in. Like, it ramps up and escalates super hard, and it stays up there the whole movie. <laughs> but there's, like, the slow scenes are really slow. There's a lot of down. Like, now let's go to Italy and build up his character again with this new character that never really gets killed. And, you know, all this stuff. See, you do re- see the new Don's, you know emotional roller coaster, right? You see him get into this business he doesn't want. You see him lose everything and, you know, come to accept the harsh realities of the underworld, and he himself becomes this, like, cold-blooded killer mm-hmm. guy through the family. And it's really interesting, and it really makes me excited for the second part. Yes. Because shit's gonna hit the fucking fan. <laughs> I'm so Because this, this guy means serious business and just you, killed, you like, half You see it in his eyes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's so long. Like, I think that would. That's what might keep. Now, here's the thing. It. it is so long, but you yourself had the option. I gave it to you to break it up, and you didn't. I just wanted to get it over with. It kept in, but like barely. <laughs> there were a couple things where I was looking at my watch, and I was like, should I take a break and watch tomorrow? No, 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 I'll just keep going. Only an hour and 30 minutes left. You know, only another movie lengths left. <laughs> like the the good scenes are really fucking good. The scene yeah. kills the guy, the you know the horse scene, the, all the scenes with the original, and they're really fucking good. But I don't know. I would tell somebody like sit through two hours for like thirty minutes of really hardcore awesome. You want you want a Godfather the abridged. Yeah, if there, it's like a Godfather bridge or like a best hits on YouTube. But then you wouldn't, the context, right? No, yeah, you, need, you can't. You need that build up. You need the sure. shot you can pitch that idea, go, but it's bullshit nuts. and you know it. I know. <laughs> like, I was just trying to get Josh to realize it. It's like you you need all the build up. It, you do. It, like I said, it it justifies the three hours, but barely. This is better, <laughs> so, better build up in emotional drama than I see in most television. I could follow everything. So yeah, mm-hmm. the build must be really good. There was like 50 characters in this movie and I knew who most of them were. Yeah. And I like, that's really, a pretty good achievement. I rooted for some of them, which mm-hmm. is I was like, "Oh my god, I from the start I knew who was going to die and I was like, "Oh no. Oh no." no. <laughs> Maybe I forgot and he doesn't die. Oh no! Maybe I'm forgetting. I'm remembering wrong. Oh wait, no, there it is. <laughs> so I think if you really like movies and you, because like this is this movie's not forever, right? It's super hyper violent. Is this you know your first crime monster city. movie? Is this my first mobster movie? Mm-hmm. Uh I mean, is this the first mobster 
watched on the show, because if it is, uh, yes. G-Men was kind of a mobster movie. No. J-Men, sorry. J-Men, no. I have not watched a mobster movie outside this podcast. Too much. There's, there's, it's, a, it's a pretty big subgenre of film. I've seen some noir flicks, but nothing about, like, the mafia. There's, like... Seen like Maltese Falcon and stuff. I've seen like Scarface. I've seen Goodfellas. I've seen now Scarface, the remake, another Pacino gangster movie. Mm-hmm. I prefer Godfather to Scarface so much more. Like, yeah, if you go into someone's house and they have a Godfather poster, it's like, uh, okay, okay. But if you go into or, someone's house and they have a Scarface poster, it's like, uh, they also have a mirror for you to do lines of cocaine off of, <laughs> and probably a Boondock Saints poster. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I don't want to be there anymore. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> um, nice. So. They like Halloween, but only the ones done by Rob Zombie. Shut up. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that might be us. We'll get to him on the podcast. <laughs> what if Josh loves those? How much would that hurt? <laughs> I, I would hope not. <laughs> like that first yeah. Halloween was trash. I don't even we remember just got... but these. Ooh, I'm going to buy them. <laughs> We just got confirmation that Josh wants to hate movies. <laughs> hey, I mean, it's hard it's, to say I'm gonna like this going into a Rob Zombie flick. I'll give you that. Come on, I'm betting the Rob Zombie flick is at least memorable, which is more it than is. Say for Halloween. Oh, you guys! I honestly <laughs> can't remember like anything from Halloween. Other like a girl running through a dim lit house at twilight. There was a mask, also. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah, you suck. <laughs> no Halloween. Sucks. There was like a scene in a car, maybe. <laughs> was there? No, I there was. Yeah, yes, there was. <laughs> I think there was an insane asylum escape at the beginning. Oh yeah, that's so how that all one. of them start. Okay. Yeah, you know, Halloween three. <laughs> we'll get to it. A lot of fun. Just we haven't even done two it. yet. Uh, psh, okay. Good. Yay. Oh. Is two like the one you skip? Yeah. No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Halloween 1 and 2 are good. Halloween 3 is my favorite. But just... Well, <laughs> what? <laughs> we'll get to it. Yeah. 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 We'll talk about that on that episode. Is, I, I don't believe you. Josh? You're being contrarian. No, I swear. Halloween 3 is my favorite Halloween movie. For all of the stupid masks. I Stop spoiling it. It's so much better. <laughs> it's so much better. It's Halloween 3 of three masks instead of one. Yep. It's not even <laughs> about Michael do. Myers. Stop it. <laughs> Josh, God, I swear, every I know you say you... Michael Myers, I think Austin Powers. I know. Yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, big baby. Megatron. <laughs> We're gonna release these out of order. People are. And that's like, not even Michael Myers. <laughs> that's not even Michael Myers uh, that we're impersonating. It's Austin Powers. You don't think Mike Myers in his day to day life goes, "Yeah, baby, you're fucking crazy." <laughs> <laughs> you don't think he's walking down the street and he looks at a fucking like woman pushing a carriage? That he owns. And she, he's like, "Oh, eat that baby," and rubs his belly. <laughs> he just like he goes through his life like switching between all the characters. <laughs> and the town is just ruled by him. It's like the Twilight Zone movie where no one can piss him off because he's Mike Myers. Uh, you know, I just, I just love Wednesdays. You know why? Cause he's he's he, it's it's Wayne's World Wednesdays, and that's what I can get behind. <laughs> like the barista talking to the pizza guy. <laughs> but Sundays, oh, and he's the love guru. <laughs> I go fishing. <laughs> he rules this town with an iron fist, and every day of the week is a different character. <laughs> Josh, we got a. Did we get a recommend? Did we get a light recommend? Uh, give, give it to us. Hit us hard. It's like a half recommend. Like you gotta be, you gotta be the movie guy. 
okay. to to commit to this, something like this. All right. Um, so, Josh, are you a movie guy? No. Because you committed to this. I and you said you were looking I, forward to the next one. I am looking forward to the next one. The good scenes in this are real good. It's very fuck. I don't know that I would tell another friend who is also not a movie person to sit through three and hours of this. <laughs> like, I don't think these scenes are like the kind scenes that are going to change life or like you're going to reference it in your in your work time or. Or, you know, I don't know. You don't think you're going to be quoting The Godfather for the next couple of weeks? No. Like, I've, I've heard, like, you know, like I said at the beginning, I've known these quotes forever in, in popular media stuff, and I've never felt the need to, like, say Give them. Give someone an offer they can't refuse? Yeah, I mean, maybe that one, but. Yeah, see, I don't, I don't need to see the movie. Here. I don't need to have context online to really say, right? Like, I felt like I need to see be with that you're killing me smalls line <laughs> and i've needed to see this you just say well, make you an offer did you just did you just put up the sand lot above was Godfather? that sand <laughs> yes no oh, no he no. said that line is more obscure than these but like, i these say that are... line more often in my everyday life than i yeah. do any of those these lines smalls is sand lot yeah, it is. Wow, okay. I take back everything. Said Sandlot, you get one point. You have one <laughs> quality for me specifically. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, if you if you like gangster flicks, if you like violence, if you like movies, you should probably watch this. It's a classic for a reason. Hopefully part two isn't three hours. Yeah. Oh, they all are very long. They part all are very long. I've heard they're very long, but now three, I'm not, not three going hours to tell long. you which one. One of them is a prequel. That is not surprising. And it tells it the better story. not be two because talk about blue ball. I mean, you can't. <laughs> you can't Ooh. fucking end with the sun become new dawn, murdering half of the moth. Let's in go the back to the beginning and then prequel it. <laughs> it's got to be three, right? Two, two. They did two. They fall two. It's a proper sequel, and then. Like, well, the numbers weren't as good thought, so we're going to go back to the dawn that people liked. Justin, do a how do you feel about this movie? Would you recommend The Godfather? Uh, I thought it was really good. Uh, obviously. I mean, it's, like like Josh said, it's a classic for a reason. Um, Unlike The Sandlot. Uh, I broke it up. I didn't watch this all in one sitting, but I was still just as engaged watching all of it, and I still remember all the stuff Basically, all the stuff that happens, even though I watched it, th- started it three days ago. So I think that's another testament. You're um, still kind of like riding the wave from it. You're like, damn, that was a good movie. Like every time was. you think of it. Yeah. Same it, here. It, it, you could just, I can visualize some of the shots and the framing. Uh, just like, man, they that was really fucking epic. <laughs> Um, which they did a good job. Uh, Marlon Brando was fantastic. All the main actors, fantastic. The the side characters, not great. Sure. Um. Now, does that lend the movie authenticity? <laughs> when the tertiary characters are like not actors, but more like just people. <laughs> I guess maybe. Here's kinda, a little bit of trivia. I kind of wonder that while watching movies sometimes. That that wedding was filmed over like a month. Ugh. Ooh, it had seven hundred and fifty extras. Why? Just because they needed to get all the extras. It that took that long, long to film scene. it. It was a long ass scene it's... with so many interweaving parts. It was like the, one of the more complicated scenes to film. That makes sense. Yeah. So you would recommend this? You think it holds up? Yeah, absolutely. Nice. And I don't see any problem breaking it up or if you can't sit there for three hours. I had finished my statement. <laughs> I plead the fifth. I have nothing left to say, Your Honor. <laughs> Would the, you recommend that The also? Corleones have never wronged me <laughs> and are an upstanding family in the community. Absolutely, yep. I would never take pictures at their daughter's wedding. Look at how they maimed my boy. <laughs> oh, that's another really sad scene. Uh, so, 
I like you, Josh. I sat down. I watched the first thirty minutes, and I was like, okay. Or no, I watched the first like hour and thirty minutes, and I was like, all right. I gotta get up. I gotta take a walk. Maybe uh, make some quick food. Sat down. Soon as I soon as I had some food, got back in the couch, put this on. I was like, oh, it's pulling me in. And the longer I sat there, the more I liked it. I was just like, I'm I'm in this world. It's building such. A, a cool dynamic perspective of this family and all their opponents and like the day-to-day life not just like you see mobster movies that were made i'd say uh, there's always exploitation mobster movies but most mobster movies that are current i think only focus on the ultra violence mm-hmm. and not the family aspect um this did a really good job of making me care about a lot of the characters and the story. I wanted to see where it was going. I ended up finishing it in one night. Uh, and I was excited. I'm excited to watch more. I would definitely recommend it. Yeah. It not only made me want to watch more, it made me want to go play LA Noir from Rockstar <laughs> games, but also try Mafia because it just got a remastered edition, and it, they're all kind of the same. They're kind of like uh, yeah, I don't. You guys put m- m- like Noir and Mafia in the same. There, I don't find those to be I'd all say, that the same. I'd say a good thirty percent of Noir movies are about the crime syndicate and the mafia, and not about the detectives working to solve the crimes. That's that's a good chunk. That's sixty something percent. But you've got the darker side of noir that f- focuses on the crime families. Maybe. Maybe. Ooh, maybe this is a subgenre you need to watch more of. Because these are movies I've seen. I've seen more of like from the mob family side, I guess. Um, there are other movies from a little later, like, uh, God, what? Untouchables is that one? What's the what's, maybe not? What's the one with Kevin Costner where they it's a mob movie where they want to bust them? Kevin Costner mob movie. Uh, Joe Pesci's in it. Goodfellas. Uh, the Untouchables. Yeah, The Untouchables. Okay, and there's also Goodfellas. Uh, they all came after this, kind of riding the wave of it. Goodfellas is the first. I think Goodfellas might have been my first like mafia movie that I ever watched. Have you ever seen the untouchables? Yeah, but it's been a long time. Okay. I don't think I've seen Goodfellas. I've only seen the untouchables. Oh, okay. I get those I confused. Goodfellas, Goodfellas used to have the record for the most, uh, uh, instances of the word fuck in any movie. I thought that was casino. Oh, maybe it was until casino took over. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Dang. Ooh. <laughs> All right. Um, until next time, if you want to listen to any of the episodes we mentioned tonight, you can find them on podcasts.com or the iTunes podcast app. You can find us on Facebook at FapCheck or YouTube at FapCheck or message us at FapCheck at gmail.com for any recommendations, questions, concerns, comments, hate mail. Give it to us. Yeah. This, yeah. this movie had a real ambience to it. Like, not only was it hyper violent, but the moments in between were super calming. Everybody was mm-hmm. sitting there. They had a shot in front of them. This, there uh, was always Coppo, some tinkly piano playing. Yeah, he Copa was definitely not afraid to linger on any given shot. No, I don't know much about Coppola. Uh, he make he make any other classics? He make any uh, other good ones? Ford Coppola. He make any he made a good lot. movies? Uh, he's made like Apocalypse Now, uh, Godfather Part Two. Wait, did he not do Part Three? He did Part Three. He did Part Three. Yeah, <laughs> that would be Actually, scary, right? <laughs> no, he did Part Three. Yeah, he, he also did three, the Godfather was, Saga, a TV miniseries from 1997. <sighs> That takes place between two and three. We might have to put that on a maze. Mm-hmm. What do you What do you guys think? <laughs> How many episodes is it? Uh, four. Four episodes. Oh, are they hour or are they thirty minutes? 
Um, they gotta be hour long. It's four episodes. Probably. I'm looking. Oh my god! Each one is a movie length. Oh, 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 this is something. Okay. Uncharted territory. If we, if we get to the second one and it's all still a recommend all around the board, Josh, I'm counting you as a light recommend. I'm going to check out this episode, these, these four episodes. These are movie length episodes. Oh, he also did Bram Stoker's Dracula. Ooh. Okay, and uh, a really great, another really great movie. Another we visually stunning movie that I'm totally down to put on the podcast. For Halloween, he just announced Megalopolis, a new movie he's directing for uh, the uh, upcoming years. An architect wants to rebuild New York City as a utopia following a dis- devastating disaster. Oh, oh, apocalypse now. I love the smell of napalm in the morning. Yeah. Godfather doesn't appear to have any taglines. You think this movie is long, Josh? I'm sure. I know. What was my friend sent? Movie that was like five hours or something. Oh. What was it? Have you seen 